Hey, this is Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios by me, Gina Kaufman. Think of these short stories as letters from me to you, just reminders that real people are still out there. If there is a word that accurately conveys the level of cold that hit Kansas City this week, it's a word I don't know. The otherworldly chill felt hostile to human life. By the time the wind chill dipped to negative 32 just after 7 o'clock Monday morning, the scene inside my house had taken a sharp turn, from cozy to pathetic. Over the weekend, I'd been determined to find something fun to do with the whole polar vortex pandemic situation. I took to constructing ice lanterns for our porch by filling balloons with water and letting them freeze into crystal balls. The spheres of ice looked really cool. They still do, they haven't melted, but I seriously couldn't even light the candles. Every time I tried, cold air snuffed out the flame immediately. I soon gave up, taking refuge under blankets, emerging only for boring, necessary things like getting a fresh glass of water. By Monday, I'd become one with the couch. It was in this sad state that a tweet from a PE teacher caught my eye. Stephanie Dixon works at Sunset Hill Elementary in Lawrence, Kansas, and she's been teaching PE remotely from home for months. I'm jogging, I am running around my little six foot, you know, living room, um, doing all sorts of running, jumping jacks, all sorts of stuff, which adds up. You are running miles around your little office. Miles. Yes. Amazing. After her first class that day, she tweeted that she'd already logged a mile and a half from the confines of her tiny little office, and she still had six more classes to go. I joked in response that I needed PE, and Stephanie didn't miss a beat. She volunteered to teach me the way she teaches her fourth and fifth graders on a screen. And you know what? I took her up on it. As long as you can move your arms, you know, side to side and your legs can kick up and down, then we should be good to go. So we are actually going to do PE in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Stephanie. She is part of a new crop of teachers working behind the scenes to quietly revolutionize PE. Once upon a time, gym class meant changing into ugly, starchy shorts to play competitive team games like dodgeball where the object was to pummel as many classmates as possible with a hard rubber ball while avoiding being pummeled in return. Push-ups and laps were routinely treated as forms of punishment. Crushing opposition was the only reward. Children who didn't excel in sports were chosen last for teams and teased by their peers, resulting, in some cases, in a lifelong aversion to exercise which seems counter to the whole point of a discipline called physical education. The new PE is totally changing that. The days of that, of playing dodgeball and things are so over. I mean, we're so over that. And so I think it's really getting into like that individualized fitness because we want kids that are gonna be able to grow up to be adults and be able to weather a pandemic and trying to figure things out. I mean, because we're not all going to be football, you know, NFL football players and NBA basketball players. Dodging balls is no part of my adult life. Exactly. There's not. Yeah, we don't (laughs) use that skill. Which brings us back to why we're here. 
I made sure Stephanie knew from the get-go what a bad PE student she was working with. I like got threatened once that I was like dangerously close to failing PE. And I don't remember why. I also have just extremely terrible hand-eye coordination. Didn't have the right teacher that found what you could really do, you know? So, okay, well, okay, that's okay. Undaunted, Stephanie sent me on a mission. All I need you to do, Gina, is I need you to get just, a, if you have a rolled up pair of socks, just a I pair of socks, okay? And then if you have any two cans of canned goods, okay. and that's literally all we're gonna work with today. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm timing you, no. <laughs> okay. And suddenly I was running. I raced around my house gathering up socks from my son's dresser and two cans of diced tomatoes from the kitchen cabinet. The socks would be my ball for throwing and catching and the cans would be my hand weights. When I reappeared on Zoom less than a minute later, Stephanie was laughing. She'd been able to hear me running up the stairs and that's the first lesson, set a timer. It motivates elementary school kids, and it worked on me too. Nobody even told me to run. Dixon busted out the timer again for our first throwing and catching exercise, but she started by making sure I had good form. We are going to learn some basic components of throwing and catching. So um, I need you to stand, just perfect standing. You're doing a great job. Then we added claps between the toss and catch, and that was simple enough, but... Then we added squats to the routine. Keep going, Gina. Takes coordination. You got it. All right. So that's kind of important because we're in a small space. I'm getting my heart rate up because I'm raising my arms above my heart. Okay. So that's when our heart rate starts moving. Then if you add the component of your lower body working on muscular endurance. This was all happening pretty comfortably in a corner of my office. We concluded our mini workout with red light, green light. For the remote PE version, when Dixon holds up a green ball, that means run in place. And then a second green ball means go faster. And then a red ball means stop. And then I always try and end with something to where they're calmed down. I gotta say, my 21st century PE class was fun and invigorating, and I desperately needed it. If an informal poll I conducted on Twitter is any indication, I'm not alone. I supplied three options, characterizing people's physical activity levels at this point in the pandemic. A, I'm part of the couch. B, never too cold for a jog. C, other. 75% of the 116 people who answered chose A, part of the couch. Dixon, like other PE teachers, struggled at first to adapt her methods to the stay-at-home setup. Some districts have eliminated PE altogether because it's so hard to teach this subject remotely. Technology is a hassle, particularly for teachers who are used to spending their days in gyms away from screens. It's also hard to guarantee that kids are participating without requiring them to use the video function, and not all families are comfortable opening up their homes to the whole class like that. But Dixon argues that with all the burdens this pandemic has placed on kids' mental and physical health, the benefits of being active are more crucial than ever. That's probably true at any age.
people have got to be really creative. And sometimes it's just easier just to give up. And your back hurts, your eyes hurt. You know, when I was teaching remote for eight hours a day, solid, I, my eyes hurt so bad and I was getting such bad headaches. And I just thought, how are kids doing this? How are little people doing this? And it just, it broke my heart. And I thought, well, I'm going to try and make this as fun as I can because it sucks. I mean, it really does. And, you know, and I'm an adult. I can deal with it a lot better than kids can. I'm not the first adult to want in on these techniques for counteracting this unprecedented suckiness. Dixon tells me that parents and grandparents sometimes appear on screen like, don't mind me, we're just gonna do gym with you. And so do younger siblings who aren't in school yet. You never know who's going to show up for PE. And that includes random journalists. I've kept my sock ball on my desk as a reminder to get up and play. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. It's based on a column I write for kcur.org. You can read or listen or both every Sunday. Barb Shelley edits the column and Mackenzie Martin produces the podcast with music by Blue Dot Sessions. That's it. Take it easy, Kansas City.